Hello, everyone, and welcome to a another episode of Zingness from a galaxy far, far away. Yes, we are getting the opportunity to talk some Star Wars stuff, and you got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And, of course, the guest with the most, the Berg himself. That's me. And... <laughs> If we're going to be talking Star Wars on this podcast, it's a likely possibility we will be having a special guest on. And as always, that special guest is author of the Embark Saga, John Justice. How are you doing today, sir? Well, I'm sitting here in the frozen world of Hoth, also known as Minnesota, with a uh, with a, a Mission Fleet Kylo Ren TIE Whisper in my hand. So, I mean, nice. so that's good. All right. So, so, so we are definitely ready to talk some Star Wars then. So, Disney announced recently well disney i guess also uh in the gaming realm there's been some announcements with some games too so we'll touch on that a little bit but disney announced you know a entire network's worth of star wars content that is coming at us in a very hopefully quick way who knows how long it's gonna take for all this to actually come out very few movies though on that on that whole realm but we'll we'll get to talking about that also, there is, of course, the High Republic book series that is out as well, which we will kind of vaguely touch on. I've, I've read the first book. I might be the... Uh, John, have, have you done yourself the favor of reading the High Republic? No, I, I, haven't, um, I haven't dived into those yet, um, mostly because I've just been busy with my... between the full-time job and the writing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, too, and not that I want to wipe out on it, um, I'm having a... I'm having a hard time getting hyped for the High Republic stuff, and for a number of reasons that maybe we can talk about on another show. But yes. no, I haven't read any of it yet. So the first book that came out in that series was Star Wars: Light of the Jedi: The High Republic, which takes place, uh, I think, 400 years before the events of Phantom Menace. And I, I have had the pleasure of reading that, or the ability to read that. I should not say pleasure. It was whatever. That's that's wow. that's my review of it at the moment. They're they're setting really? up stuff. It it was just sort of like okay, cool, awesome. We've set up stuff. There's better Star Wars books out there you could read, or right. better books in general you could read. That that was my opinion of it. So not 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 a very high one for the beginning of the High Republic. So so I guess there's that. But but what we're mainly focusing on is the like I said the the onslaught of. Stuff that will be coming, I'm assuming, to Disney Plus mostly. So, with that being said, I think we should start off with the the, the, the movie we know about that, that is coming out. And probably one of the most confusing trailers since the original live-action <laughs> Sonic trailer. So, the Rogue Squadron movie. Ellie, would you, you recently watched this. Oh, I knew Would you, were you do this. like to explain your thoughts on this trailer? Because uh, I've already talked about it on a different podcast, and I just want your opinion first. Well, I really didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you were like, "Let's watch some trailers." So I said, "Cool," and that was your first mistake. Yes. Well, right. And then some lady, Patty Jenkins. Yes. Director of the Wonder Woman franchise. Rollerblading her way down a airstrip. Um, and and then changing her clothes. And um, I, I was I was very confused. And I, I looked at Justin and I was like, did you 
click on the wrong thing? What is going on? And he's like, <laughs> no, just wait. <laughs> and and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, now she's uh-huh. And, and it was, you know, a nice little backstory of why she was excited to finally make this movie she's wanted to make her whole life. So, yeah. And, yeah. That that was my, if you can um, imagine my face, it was the same as you, I'm sure, can, yeah. It, it's it's <laughs> the same face as you have right now listening to her explain it. Yeah, exactly. So, I, like, so I wanted to watch it again. Like, I, I remember watching it, and I had the same reaction, but I, I pulled it up on YouTube, and I started it right as you started describing it, and, like, to the beat, you were describing what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and the part where you talked about your face, I look over and there's a the there's a video and it's talking about like here are the Easter eggs from the latest episode of WandaVision and it's a picture of Elizabeth Olsen making this kind of like face like uh it was like it was like this is like syncing up too well. So it was it, that's just a fun little thing. I I, I I giggled to myself and I was like, I gotta share this with the group. So that's so awesome. so real quick, Eric, that is the screen crush. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. I know exactly which which yep, um, image is, you're talking was, about. That is the screen press one. Yep. <laughs> um. So so John, mm-hmm. you've seen this trailer. Oh yeah. Do you have any thoughts to add, real quick, before we dive into any other stuff with this from from watching the trailer? What was your reaction to it? Um, pretty similar to to the reaction you guys had. I liked what she had to say. Like I found. I, I mean, look, that, that's the only content in it. So. Apart from her rollerblading, um, but like I like what she had to say, and her, you know, her um, connection to whatever this story is. What bothers me is that the confusion surrounding the announcement itself, and I don't understand why Lucasfilm slash Disney can't give us clarity on things that don't ruin anything so my point is you know she rolls up and there's a t-65 original trilogy x-wing fighter there Mm -hmm. the logo is the original trilogy x-wing but the but the wording that we got was that this was supposed to be at least it seems like something that is that could potentially take place post the rise of skywalker and so like I'm I'm fine if they don't want to reveal what a new Rogue Squadron ship is going to look like, but I just I, I wish that they would add just a little bit of clarity. I mean, just timeline, just so we have something to grab onto, because then we get all the ridiculous, you know, nonsensical speculation that we all do, and there's no that that, that this entire episode is yes, correct, <laughs> right? right. I, I just 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 tell us this takes place after the events of blank, and then we're good we're good to go. So. That's the only part of it. Like, I dug it. I knew we weren't going to get a lot because we're like 10 years out from this movie being released. So <laughs> more than I expected. But it's like, if you're going to do that, at least just solidify a timeline. And why, if it is post The Rise of Skywalker, why not just be upfront and say, hey, by the way, um, you know, for the hardcore fans like us within like press releases, say, oh, by the way, we're... That that X wing is just in there as a as a filler until later on. I, I just I, I don't understand why they get so they get that secretive. It kind of drives me nuts. So when when I hear Rogue Squadron one, I immediately imagine a Nintendo sixty four controller in my hand. Yep. <laughs> and right. I'm like, oh, cool. This will be you know original trilogy timeline somewhere in there. But as John has pointed out, 
there's rumor that like no one knows when this is supposed to take place. Like there's so many mixed signals. There's a classic X-wing. There's a new X-wing. There's you know rumors going around that, and that's the thing. I'm like I don't think they I. I have a theory that I don't think they making the movie have even nailed down when this is going to take place yet. Mm. Myself. Um, any, but, but a side note, for those of you wondering, I did mention that Patty Jenkins is the director of the Wonder Woman franchise. As longtime listeners of Zingness will know, mine and Eric's opinion on that movie was, I guess, subpar to say the least. I guess that would be the yeah. kindest way of putting it, right, Berg? On uh, yeah, on on eighty four, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, can yes. I, on on. Can I, can I, can, can can I, I voice my leave? opinion on that real quick? Um, as long as you don't say any spoilers, well, Ellie I can, can stay. Put my headset down for a minute. <laughs> John, go ahead. Oof. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Awesome. I, I, you know, it's funny. I was just talking with my wife Melinda about it, and we were we watched um, Little Things, and I I won't deviate, but it's it takes place in the early nineties. And I made the comment that that Wonder Woman 1984. It's like if they had just added music from the era, like <laughs> it would have made it at least a little better. So anyway, uh, we we will do an episode at some point whenever Ellie finally watches um, Endgame. As a reminder, she still has not. So us discussing anything with the recent Wandavision episode is impossible. Us <laughs> also discussing anything with the upcoming Loki series is also impossible. And, um, Ellie, what movie are you on for the fifth time in a row now? <laughs> I think I'm just trying to get you to watch a different okay, movie tonight. I will, I will watch it this weekend. Um, oh, The Age of Ultron. Yes. yes. Which I thought I, you were going to say a different one. I was like, surely she's still, she's kind of done that stuff, but apparently not. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the hurdle she must climb, but yes. My, but, our, our child has really been into anime, and I've been enjoying just watching anime with her. So I will... Uh, that will come up later, actually, ironically. <laughs> oh, okay. The anime part of that. <laughs> so right. we... pronounced anime. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eric. Um, so, so to say the least, very confused on the Rogue Squadron movie because they are being vague, to say the least, with this, which I, I think I have heard from everybody that is, I've talked to about it has been like that is vaguely in the know that they've been like yeah it's vague it's real vague on what this is and i know from um past conversations with john you would be very excited if this took place after rise of skywalker because you're very excited about the possibilities of what that universe i mean what the universe entails correct yeah there's been little nuggets that you know this little tidbits here because um patty jenkins during the press tour for for Wonder Woman eighty four, um, you know, was obviously asked about this, and uh, there's been little nuggets that this story could be the beginning of a of a larger saga as opposed to to a uh, to a spinoff, um, almost as if like it's a sort of taking a Rogue One approach, as if they could have done more Rogue One movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm always I'm always wanting to go forward in the timeline. You know, that's kind of been where my head's always at. I just like the forward momentum. I'm fine playing around in these other time frames, but I, I would love to see the franchise, even if it's not in a continuation of, of episode nine and that storyline, but just let's go, let's move forward. So that's where I'm really, I'm, I'm hoping that's where it lands. I, I personally would love to see something within the, um, I guess the original trilogy era, but that's, I mean, that's just me. Uh, Eric, where, where where would you like to see this franchise land, or I mean this so, this, this movie land? 
I I'm I'm with you. I'd like to see um I think original trilogy era, but I'd like to see it taking place in between the movies. I'd like to kind of see some of those gaps filled in. I know we kind of get a little bit of pre, you know, literally seconds before the the trilogy starts, but I guess even some more of just that and then kind of in between the two and then of course between uh Empire and Jedi since uh, uh Shadows of the Empire is no longer canon. So as of uh, right now, as the recording, as of right now, as of right now, and yeah. then uh, afterward as well, because uh, I do like that kind of filling in the gap, uh, just in anything, uh, but especially I think this would be an interesting time. But I don't know, we'll see. So there are like, a lot of CGI uh, bigs and or not bigs, um, wedge, uh, wedge, and everything like that. Bigs is dead. Spoiler, <laughs> Spoil- <laughs> yes. Spoiler for um, the original trilogy: Bigs is dead. Um. Ellie, what, what about you? What time frame would you want this to land in? Now, you you, you could side with, with, with your co-host on Zygnus. You could side with illustrious guest John Justice. Or you could take your own path here. <laughs> Are we rolling the dice before I talk? Because I feel like that's <laughs> what we're doing right now. Which dialogue tree did you want to take? Yes, well, our, par- Paragon or Renegade for this, Ellie. <laughs> I know. Getting ready for the Mass Effect remake. She's avoiding the question. Um... <laughs> I really don't, I, I hate to be that person, but I really don't care. I just. You just want more Star Wars yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. I, whatever, I'm, all of your ideas are awesome. I'm just, just curious to see where they go. I'm not, I, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I, I've never been a, I'm not a very good speculator. I've just never been good with like theories and figuring out what they think okay. you love doing that i, I do just, there's several yeah. episodes where that's all i do <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> and i'm wrong oh, i'm wrong well, most of the time there you go well no but i'm excited just want more stuff so speaking of speculation the next film we will talk about before we get into some other stuff is the untitled taiko watiti film that is all the information <laughs> i have on this unless anyone else has more information the only thing i know is Taika Waititi will be directing a Star Wars, a film set in the Star Wars universe. End of knowledge I have on this. <laughs> I'm excited well, for this. The only thing, the only thing that we have about Taika Waititi, and I, and and again, this goes back. I won't redo the commentary again, but everything that I said about the teaser for for Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron <laughs> applies to this as well, because <laughs> when they gave us the Taika Waititi, you know, information, they gave us a, a weird sort of Ben-Hur, Monty Python-esque Star Wars logo, and then a singular image of this jewel-shaped looking thing in space that a lot of people had, um, were pointing to this old, um, pre-The Phantom Menace time period uh, comic, and I forgot what the name of the comic book was um but again i I just i kind of you know i kind of want to repeat what i said before i i i don't know why they simply can't you know if they have the info why can't they just say his film takes place bam um but that's what they do so i love him Uh, you know i think thor ragnarok is arguably one of my favorite marvel films um so i'm excited for it wherever it is Mm -hmm. um and don't really honestly have a a preference with regard to that as far as where it lands in the timeline um eric your 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 opinion on the the vaguest statement i think that'll be made (laughs) on this episode um i i 
I'm I'm very excited for this because I I also love Taika Waititi a lot. Um, I think this has potential. I mean, Star Wars is known to have a, a good amount of humor in it, and um, but I I'm down for an actual like I would love to see like a space heist comedy or something like that. Like I could see him just doing something really really good with that. Um, really playing up the comedic elements a little bit more, but in that sort of New Zealandy uh, dryness wit. Uh, weirdness that he's 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 known for um and yeah i'm 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 with john here i love thor ragnarok that um that i think you know i don't i don't see it being oh uh, a jedi is having to fight his way off of a planet a gladiator planet uh, i don't think it's anything like that but that was a sort of space adventure and i could to and if that is even any indication of what he could possibly do within the star wars universe uh, sign me up i'll be there so and that final episode of season one of The Mandalorian, even after season two, which I really love, I actually like season two more than season one. But that final episode that he directed of of Mandalorian mm. is still my favorite, my favorite one. I I, yeah. I, I adore that episode. I I agree with you with that. Also, I I am now going to tiptoe around a very volatile situation real quick. Um, I am excited because he's also doing the Thor Love and Thunder movie mm-hmm. yeah. so here's why i got tiptoe because i have to speak in ways that don't spoil <laughs> endgame for ellie because I, told you I can just leave um because Thor did a secret <laughs> wink wink yes exactly you know what with you know who no because here's what happened earlier this week there were some first images released and everyone was freaking out yes. about the costume thor had and i kept going why is no one recognizing there's a giant goat that they're going to be using. He I has goats seen. in the comics. It's a flying space these. goat. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I, I, I will link you to the image. Because I... Right now. <laughs> I or, 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 yeah, you, you could just do that too. Um, no, I, I was excited about this. And I was showing Ellie. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And everything. Like, I want giant space goats. Because they can fly through space in the comics. They're, they're, there's something that Taika Waititi would be amazing at bringing to the screen. And she goes... Why is Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy? And I'm like, oh, don't you remember at the end of Endgame? (laughs) 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 Yes. And I do have a Thor monument, uh, a Thor goat monument in Assassin's Creed. Valhalla, yes. Yes. Um, We have been playing that game. More on that near the end of the episode, though. Yes. So... Yes, I'm. We're, we're all excited for the Taika Waititi, whatever he's going to do because of what he's done before. As for what it is, I'm completely clueless. I don't know. They could go with an adventure to where somebody's stuck, uh, I mean, stranded on an asteroid and just keeps on having the worst possible luck imaginable. <laughs> and they get off and run into... I, I, don't, I don't know, John, I feel like you'd be good... With, with like this idea, is this is this an idea you could work with someone being stuck on an asteroid and having a ton of misfortune? Yes, I I, I think that's a. I, as a matter of fact, I well I would be, but somebody's already done it, and I'm oh, hard okay. pressed to see somebody try to do it better. <laughs> so, you know. A- anyways, do 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 you want to plug that book now or wait wait to the end? Yeah, I, well, wait, we can wait to wait to the end. It's called okay. Gone Corbin and the Asteroid of Misfortune, but we can talk about it later on. Awesome, uh, great book, by the way. I stole it. I stole the idea because it was so perfect. Um, next thing that that is a stolen idea. This is where we get into the <laughs> Disney Plus side Your of this. Your segues are killing me right now. Um, <laughs> of the conversation is the Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi series that will be coming to Disney Plus, which. 
of course, takes place 10 years after the events of... Well, begins 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Will feature um, Hayden Christensen apparently returning as Darth Vader. We can discuss that, because I'm very confused on why he's involved. But <laughs> it also will, of course, feature um, Ewan McGregor returning as Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm assuming he's going to have some adventures on tattooing. I'm excited for this, but there was a comment made that makes me nervous about this, is... There was someone's there. There was a thing said that this will be the rematch of the century, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so are Vader and Obi Wan gonna cross paths again prior to New Hope, or are we going to get the at the end of the season a redo of a New Hope battle with, of course, you know, modern day special effects and everything, a la scene thirty eight, I think it is, is the YouTube. Thing you can see where it's them like fighting and it's done a little bit. Is that bit. the one you showed? Yes, that is oh, the one okay. I showed. Yeah. Okay. Yes, uh, John, have, have you seen that before? The scene thirty-eight. No. I will send you a link at some point. It's, it's okay. based. Cool. <laughs> it's basically a fan recut of the fight between Vader oh, and. Yes, yes, yes. No, I, I have absolutely seen that. Yeah, okay. that's yeah. No, that's that's pretty rad. I dig that. So I, I think that's the thing. I, I would, I'd love to see Obi Wan Kenobi. I just don't know how they're going to involve Vader. Is it going to be, we're going to be seeing what Vader's doing at the same time? I'm like, that's where I'm confused on this. Because I'm like, I don't want them to meet each other before the event. I, like, they have to separate at the end of Revenge of the Sith and come together again in A New Hope. They should have no interaction in my, in, in my very angry fan opinion between those, those two points. But that's Agreed. just me. No, Eric agree. agrees with me. John, where, 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 where are you at with this? And, and um, your thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, no, I, um, when, when it comes to that quote, um, I agree. I don't know how, you know, I, I don't know how you, 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 you bring those two, those two characters together in that way. Um, I kind of look to the fandom and sort of go back whenever we've gotten, and I don't have any in front of me as an example, but, um, you know, we, we've gotten quotes like that before in... You know, before we've gotten these projects, before they've been finished, and we've all speculated. It's kind of like when we speculate on the trailers and we're always wrong. Um, <laughs> but when the actual show or movie comes out, we understand the context and it makes sense. And I kind of place that comment in that category. We all default to rematch. They're going to fight, wherein perhaps that's in reference to something different. Um, you know, and they've never disappointed me when it comes, for the most part, um, when it comes to decisions that have been made based off of speculations of things said. When it comes to Hayden Christensen's in, in involvement, um, you know, they've been sitting on the script forever. It was originally supposed to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they've they've turned it into this limited series. And to me, that kind of speaks to the quality of whatever this particular story is, the fact that they've been wanting to develop this thing for for so long. I can't help but wonder, um, and it probably won't come true, but when it comes to Hayden Christensen's involvement, one, flashbacks, you know, sort <laughs> of a PTSD situation with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, but I also think there's a possibility where the the moment in The Empire Strikes Back of Vader's helmet being placed on his head in his chambers on board the Star Destroyer, and the mm. moment, and the moment inside of Rogue One where we see him without the suit in the back to tank. If 
we're actually going to see a Vader sans helmet, but with a breathing apparatus out in the open, that would be Hayden Christensen. I I think mm. that would be really, really unique and cool, given the fact that we know, you know, Vader is outside that helmet in that chamber. I think that would be really, really fascinating to see. Because we've never really seen him without his... I mean, yes, comics have kind of shown it. We see him, of course, at the end of um, Return of the Jedi without it, but we've never seen, like, a Hayden Christian... Oh, I, oh okay, sorry. I Let, let me rewind a little bit because <laughs> rebels did have where his helmet got cut open and you could see it also the um star wars force unleashed game which is no longer canon his helmet gets like basically blown apart and you can right. see most of his face but i agree with you that would be really cool and i don't think for someone the level of hayden christensen i don't think he's gonna agree to just be in the suit the whole time i think he's gonna be like you i, I need to see my face I, I actually, I never thought about that, but I, I do, I know from just what they have said and what's been written since then you know, about how when he is in his fortress or whatever, on Scarif or whatever, he does a lot of meditation. Mustafar. And Mustafar, sorry, I was thinking of where, I was I was thinking of, because Scarif is where the, the, the battle was with Obi-Wan, right? No, right. Mustafar was the battle with Obi-Wan. Scarif was where Mustafar? they kept the, the, the Death Star plans during... Uh, I don't know why I'm getting those two places mixed up. Anyway... So anyway, he's, he's in his fortress. I would love to see more of him meditating and the conflict that's still in him. And maybe, all right, so here, this, here me out on this. What if this rematch is not a rematch? It's not them fighting another time, like, in the real world. It's not like they cross paths in Moss Eisley or something like that. What if it's, like, him meditating and he's, like, focusing in on that battle, like, focusing his hatred on that battle, and he's, like, kind of playing it over and over in his mind over and over again how he could have won, and it ultimately ends... And it's all within his mind and his meditation, but it's like him beating Obi-Wan. Something like that. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. A reimagining of that battle with modern special effects with uh, Darth Vader winning. Which they... I, I have been on a kick of reading some of the Vader comics recently, which that does happen in the comics. He does do a meditation where he beats Obi-Wan. But it's not him as Hayden Christensen. It's him as... Va like, he's in the Vader suit. I mean that'd be pretty cool in everything. Like, but 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 <laughs> yeah, but it's like a reverse. So that that would be cool to see in live action to see like yeah. that fight and everything. And I mean, like I said, I'm I'm excited for this. I know Ellie's response to this is going to be she just wants more good Star Wars content. Ellie, would you like your to put your input in now on the Obi Wan? <laughs> I really like I just want these. To see more <laughs> I, I really like these three um, five dollar blind bag Legos that I'm building right now. You have no context for this conversation right now. <laughs> I'm just, um, I'm proving a inside joke point between the two of you. I um, mean, between, between the two of us. Mm. If you would like to share, you're more than welcome no, to. No, I'm good right now. Uh, okay, okay. Um, well, I guess my only comment to this is I would vote for more of his face as well. Just, just see a messed up Hayden Christensen face staring angrily at the camera. Yes, because it's still beautiful even though it's messed up. Mm, fascinating opinion. Yes. yes. John, you had something. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted to add too. Going back to my my um, my helmetless Vader theory, I, I guess I forgot the obvious. Um, when 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 Obi Wan got the high ground in Revenge of the Sith, um, he was without that helmet for a really long time. Oh, yeah. I mean. He was without the helmet on Mustafar all the way back 
you know, to, to Coruscant. You know, it's almost as if the helmet really just exists to make sure that he can that he can um, be a hundred percent. But he was living and breathing without the helmet. So True. I'm gonna double down that we get a Hayden Christensen Vader without the helmet, and Revenge of the Sith is the reason why. All right, all right. Boom. I'm out. I, we 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 will see what happens. Um. Anyone with anything else for the Obi Wan before we move on to the next series? Which I, I, I out of these, I'm going to spoil this real quick. This is the one I'm most excited for. The next one we're going to talk about. Endor. No. Oh. I guess second most excited. Okay. But sorry, I forgot about something else. <laughs> um, moving on. So this past season oh, of I The know. Mandalore okay. should have been called Sizzle Reel for everything else we're doing with Star Wars. <laughs> While season two of The Mandalorian was great, we were introduced to some, I guess, new projects that it, it, it was a basically a test arena for what's going to be coming. One of those things that I think hit perfectly, fantastic episode, one of my favorite episodes, amazing portrayal, everything about it I'm on board for. I still want that Tarvis cup of the the image of her igniting both sabers into each other yes i am talking about the ahsoka series i am down for it i'm excited about it and i cannot wait for it and i guess i gotta wait for a while because i think it's probably i think next next year two years from now yeah allegedly so but no i i am super excited for this i'm even more excited for this because in between the time that mandalorian ended I've I've been vaguely familiar with who Thrawn is through the stuff with it. I mean, I've watched the the Rebels and everything. And I'm like, eh, he's he's a character and whatever. But I've never read the Timothy Zahn books. There's, and I'm not gonna get into it. There's a non-canon Legends trilogy, and then there's a new one, and he's also writing a new new trilogy that takes place. But there is one that takes place interspersely, like introduces Thrawn and everything. I am beyond excited to get a live action Thrawn. And with him basically facing off against Ahsoka. I'm like that name drop retroactively it has more of a punch now because of everything I know about that character and because of how excited I am to see him on screen. I guess facing off with her or even if they are gonna face off with each other, because I don't think he's the villain. I think he's just kinda just gonna be there. But everyone's gonna assume he's a villain. That's my guess. Anyways, on that note, I will go to Eric first with this. Eric, your thoughts uh, on Ahsoka, the uh, series, very, and the character. I'm very, yeah, I'm very excited for, for the Ahsoka series. Um, I thought Rosario Dawson did a fantastic job as her, and I'm excited to see more of this non-Jedi Jedi uh, <laughs> looking for Thrawn. And having not watched Rebels yet, it's still on my to-watch list. I was familiar with Thrawn because of reading books back when I was first getting into Star Wars. Um so I, I know who Thrawn is, and I'm, I'm with you. I'm very excited to see how he's going to be portrayed in live action. I'm excited to see who's going to portray him in live action. I don't, I don't really have a, a dream casting in mind, but um, so far they They announced they it, but I don't have it at hand. Huh. I did not even remember that. I'm going to have to use a little thing called Google. And anyway, I, I think it's going to be um, exciting. I'm looking forward to it. And yes, I want to see more... Uh, Igniting lightsabers into each other. Uh, dream, Dreamcast for me, by the way, would be a Benedict Cumberbatch, but I know he's not going to do it. So on that note, John, your your thoughts on the Ahsoka series? No, I'm really excited for the Ahsoka series. I love what 
I love what Rosario Dawson did with the character. Um, did not disappoint in the least bit. Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters over overall. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it kind of applies to most of what we've seen so far. Is that I, I think we kind of know what we're getting into. Um, so it's it's hard for me to to get excited beyond that because you know, in terms of expectation, I know that I'm going to see something that I'm going to enjoy. You know, we're going to talk about some other projects that have me a little bit more excited, but more just because of the mystery behind what they are. Um, the only thing that I will add um, is that I love what they can do with with the volume, right? So this mm -hmm. this stage setup that they have, where they can basically shoot everything on one stage using these massive LED screens instead of green screen, um, and it looks absolutely fantastic. It does have a look, though. Um, there's no, at least in my mind, there's no denying that the, the way the volume is shot, it, it looks great, but it doesn't have a look. I'm, I'm hoping that as time goes on with all of these Disney Plus series and as they use this technology, that they will try some different camera techniques and to, to sort of switch it up to give it a little bit more of a dynamic feel. You know, I mean, when you watch the movies, certainly the, the, the sequel trilogy... Um, you know, you compare all three of those films, really. And, but if you go Force Awakens to The Last Jedi, I mean, there's some specific visual differences in the way those films were shot. And there's a very sort of one track on the volume. So just from a visual standpoint, not storytelling, because I know they're going to make great content. I'm hoping that they give us a little bit a little bit different dynamics in terms of using that tech. So the, the thing you are referring to is the... It's... See, I, I have not watched the behind-the-scenes stuff for either seasons. Oh, wow. and And I want to, but I've been told that if I watch it, it kind of breaks the reality of the show. Because since, you know, they have that panoramic, like, thing that's always behind them to basically do the shots. Like, once you know it's there, you'll see it every time you watch the show. And I don't want to ruin that for myself. Uh, that's also a Zachism too. That's Zach told me that, and I'm like, great, I can't get that out of my head. For more, for more of me not being able to get myself out of Zach's head and vice versa, uh, go listen to any episode of Knights of Vader. Oh, wow. <laughs> plug, plug, well, plug. Apparently, plug. It's, wow. apparently, it's Lars Mikkelsen who I, uh, Thrawn's voice in uh, in the cartoon as well. I was I had just looked that up and was about to point that out, but thank you, Eric, for for pointing that out. Yes, it is the same one that did the voice. I have no problem with his voice. Uh, like I said, my Dreamcast would be um, Benedict Cumberbatch, but I know they're not going to get them. Also, when I did look up live-action Thrones, that was one of the first images that popped up. So, was a Benedict Cumberbatch blue. But no, I mean, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying, John, because I've, I've had people point out, and like I said, I really want to watch that. It's it's the Star Wars galleries. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I look, I'm jealous. I honestly, I mean, I love watching the behind-the-scenes stuff, but um, it, it's interesting if you, if, if, if you don't instantly recognize, like what if you haven't watched that and you don't, you're like, oh, I don't even know what that refers to. Then that's awesome. That tells me that I shouldn't have watched the galaxies because of the the gallery shows. Because mm -hmm. I'm too aware now when I watch it that of what the background is. That's my own fault. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's the same thing with me. If if I know I can pick out where something is, I will immediately be like, it completely dissolves the illusion in my mind of whatever I'm doing or watching. So that's. Yeah. That's where I'm trying to hold off on that, even though there's apparently some great content in there. Um, Ellie, I, I know your 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 thoughts, but if you would if you would be so bold as to tell us, 
Do you know my thoughts? Yes, you're going to be like, I'm excited for new Star Wars content. Anyways, I built this Lego. Look at it. <laughs> I can't show you, though. But I mean, really... you can show me. They won't see it, but okay, I will. Okay, well, so this one's really cute. It's the, it's the Minecraft one. So, so we have a skeleton that we You could have at least done collection. a Star Wars-themed one. Oh, um... No, the closest I got is um, this really cool Iron Man, but I really love the way... Oh, I dropped him. I really love the way that the helmet like comes up, like your your helmet that you have. See how... And then it this, can... this is great content, by the way. <laughs> I, I love that this is podcast yes, content. But Ahsoka, um, I love her. Actually, when I watched... Um, I've only gotten through the first three seasons, but when I watched... The Clone, Clone Wars. Wars, not not the one that you always yes, talk the, about. The 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 true Clone Wars, in my opinion. But that's a <laughs> conversation for me yelling another day. I, I know. Listen to any episode of Knights of Vader. I'm pretty sure I make reference and yell about how I love that Aaron Aronofsky star. I mean, Clone Wars series. Aaron, <laughs> go go ahead. But anyway, yeah. So, but I do. I loved that character. Um, I what I saw of the series. Uh, I liked seeing her as she grew. And she, she was really cool and always had like a, she's feisty. So it was, it was fun for, for girls to have like a, you know, a cool character like that, that you can be like, yay, she's a girl and she's awesome. Um, so yeah. And when I saw her in Mandalorian, she is very cool. Um, I really liked the, just the hardened, you know, when she met them and, she was so excited when she saw him, but then, I don't know, it's just, she did a really good job, and I am very excited about this one. But I'm more excited about the other one, but I'll wait until you talk about that one. Oh, yes, that one. <laughs> um, so, moving on to one that also has, as we said before, a lot of these only have, like, vague little tidbits, which, by the way, I think I should have pointed this out earlier, there's no guarantee that any of this stuff is ever going to come out, because <laughs> Disney is notorious for yeah. starting canceling and doing stuff with everything uh rangers of the new republic so this the premise of this one um it is set within the timeline of mandalorian will be a live action series that is executive produced by john favreau and dave filoni and will feature future stories and stuff within the cinematic events of around the mandalorian so i guess we're going to get the character of trapper wolf some more in an x-wing being a I, see that that's the thing i have no premise for what this could be is it x-wing pilots is it some special forces thing is it a ton of guys sitting there with like little stars on their belt that's like i'm a ranger of the new republic and for some reason i'm doing a western accent for well it's star wars <laughs> i i like i said this is one we have nothing but a title for in my opinion unless someone's going to point out oh well you didn't read that story that was a follow-up to this so um John, I'm going to go with you first. Your thoughts on Rangers of the New Republic? Um, this is one that I'm I'm one of the two that I'm probably most excited for, even though we don't have any information <laughs> on my my speculation is that this is going to be, and I could be wrong, that this is going to be further tales of those X-wing pilots that we've seen in the Mandalorian. Um, and I and, and I dig that idea. If it's kind of like a a cops in space. Um, <laughs> there's there's been a lot of speculation that Cara Dune could be involved in this now that she's a part of that of that organization as we saw in the second season. Um, but I loved their inclusion in in season two of those X wings and and I know we had a, a regular actor and Dave Filoni was one of the pilots, but Trapper um, Wolf was the character's yeah. name. 
Just pointing that, that out again. That <laughs> that shot in the in the episode where they crash on the snow planet with mm-hmm. the frog lady. Um, that 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 battle, that chase between the two X wings uh, and the Razor Crest. I mean, it's one of my favorite moments of the entire series. So I like this idea that we'll have this potential New Republic and, like I said, cops in space. I'm really excited for whatever this is, and I'm assuming there's a lot of ships involved, and I love vehicles. So I'm 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 like I said, I'm down, but I have no clue where where this could be going. Myself, Eric thoughts so this is one initially i'm kind of the exact opposite like i i like those characters and i like the the chases and everything but like as a series it's probably one of the things i'm least excited for but that being said this always happens whenever that whenever there's like a like oh i'm excited for these three video games or these three movies or whatever the ones that i'm the most excited for i'm usually like eh, it's okay and the ones that i kind of brushed off is in like i i'm not too excited whatever i end up freaking loving so i feel like this is gonna end up happening where like in a couple years we're gonna re we're gonna revisit all this and i'm gonna be like yeah remember when i said i kind of wasn't that excited it was my favorite one of all of them that's just where i'm going with this because otherwise i really don't have anything to speculate on because yeah we don't really have too much to go on so that's kind of where i feel like it'll end up being i'm not excited now but i'm gonna end up freaking loving it and john you have put the image since you said cops in space and everything i want to see one of them try to slide across the i guess for lack of a better term, <laughs> the hood of an X-wing, or or you know, do it on an A-wing. That that would make more sense. An X-wing would be very hard because it's very narrow, so you just kind of just tap your butt on it and then fall off the other side. But yes, an A-wing would be the better one to slide across. So I, I guess I could look forward to maybe seeing that. I I doubt it. Government in my dreams. Ellie, do you want me to toss to you on this one, or are you just excited for I mean, yes. Um, I'm going to bounce off of the comment about Cara Dune. So, if she's in it, I'm down for it. I figured as much. Yes. Alright, so next one we got on the table is Lando, which I'm assuming it's going to follow the exploits of Lando Car- Calrissian. Um, this is being developed by the, uh, creator of the critically acclaimed Dear White People, who is a huge Star Wars fan, and that is all the information I have on this. I don't know if it's even gonna be live action, I'm guessing it will be, but, I, I don't know. I guess the biggest question here is, how did you feel about Solo? Because I feel like that's the only thing I can say here, because I don't think it's gonna be old Lando, unless it's old Lando telling stories where we flash back to young Lando. Is that some way to get both actors involved here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is it a bad idea? Because I feel like I should be getting shot down right now and no one is stopping me. So, or they use Donald Glover's body and, um, do the, do the, the de-aging and use, um, Billy <laughs> D. Williams face. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 on that note we have a <laughs> halloween episode for next year oh my gosh that's terrifying <laughs> i i mean like, like i said lando carazine has always been a, an interesting character that i don't know much about outside of the movies like all the content i have for him it comes from the movies i know they've done a ton of other stuff with him but i don't know how much is canon and not canon anymore with him so I'm excited for this in the sense of, yeah, we could get more stuff, but like I said, aside from us having a title and this person is the one developing it, we have nothing else with this. Well, speaking of Lando. I don't know where you're going with this, Ellie, and I am terrified. I, have some... I almost as terrified as seeing a de-aged 
uh, Billy D. Williams on. <laughs> I have unopened um, Cloud City booster packs. What? Yeah, it's kind of cool. I just saw you. You out. need to explain. Like, I I don't even know the reference you're making right now. <laughs> like cards? It, yeah. You found Star Wars Cloud City playing cards? Yeah, like a long. I mean, these are old, old, like first couple years of GameStop old. Oh they wow! They penny out. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that. I don't know why. Cloud City. Yeah. Well. I, I, I don't think that's going to factor into the show at all. Um, either of, e- Okay, Eric, you are no longer allowed to make comments on this because you have already put the most terrifying image into my mind. John, any other thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I, I guess similar comments from before. Why can't they tell us who's playing Lando and where it fits in the timeline? Um, no, I'm, I, I'm excited for it. I hope it's Donald Glover. Uh, and I hope that this is going to play in the same solo around the same time of 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 solo uh i think that would be cool i don't necessarily i think there's pros and cons if you want to go pre-solo post um solo but i just watched that again the other day and i mean i the more i watch that film the more i like it and i i really loved his portrayal of lando so i'm I'm hoping it's donald lover um so for that i'm excited for it yeah okay I, I mean, like I said, we, we don't know anything about this one yet, so I guess stay tuned to Zingness for more news on when, when we get it. But I guess we're now getting into stuff that we have a little bit more to chew on. Andor. No, it's not a planet. It's that character from that Rogue One movie that some people, I guess, might have watched. Which this we do have a sizzle reel for, at least. So this we have some stuff of... You know, seeing uh, D- Diego Luna being excited on set, them showing them building the set, so practical sets, real effects. I did see that thing that John talked about earlier, though, kind of in the background, so I don't know if they're going to be using that. But this is something that, I mean, what, was anyone excited when they announced this character? I mean, is K2SO going to be a part of this? Mm-hmm. I'm asking was, that as a general out there question. Um, he, uh, um, oh gosh, what was the actor's name again? I forgot now. Uh, um, D- Diego Luna or the no, no, actor no, no. from I, Firefly that none of us can remember the name of. Yeah. And I'm staring at Ellie, like, please help us here. You're a fan of Firefly. Who? Or, Alan, Alan, Alan Tunick. Yeah, Alan, no, he he came out and said that as of right now, he's not a part of a part of this. Um, so I, I'm personally excited for it only because it this was this was um one of the this was announced a, a long time ago, like prior to the, the the recent announcements, and I feel like this particular show has been worked on um, more extensively than a lot of the other ones we're seeing, and it actually looks like they're using less of the volume, and this is going to be more cinematic. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I can kind of take or leave the the time period but again i default to i know they're going to give me content that i'm going to enjoy i just think from a production standpoint it it appears they are putting a lot um but behind this and i think you guys all agree i mean rogue one yeah. was fantastic oh so yeah we get a, a series that feels like that that's more of like a spy thriller um i think that could be pretty rad i i'm i'm definitely down with you on that one eric thoughts uh uh kind of the same thing like i love rogue one um to me uh it wasn't like andor i i don't know he didn't stand out to me if you had told me afterwards like after i saw that like 
he's the character who's going to get his own series. I'd have been like, really? But not that he was a bad character, but it was just sort of like, it just seemed like, just like, that's one of my things with Rogue One. I love the story, but the characters I don't really care about as much. Mm. So that's one where I'm kind of like, eh. But at the same time, I, I yeah, I would also be down for a, a spy thriller uh, set prior to A New Hope. So, yeah. And like again, I think it's another one where I'm, I'm kind of right now, kind of like, eh, and I'll get done watching and going, oh my god, that was amazing. So, Ellie, this this this, this was top of your list, correct? For yes, I, I figured as much. Yeah, she she was very excited when she. Well, you, you you can tell them. I don't need to sit here and speak for you. I mean, you started doing it like you always do, so I was Thank just you. letting you roll with it. <laughs> um, no, I I'm very excited. I like the look and the feel of it. I kind of. I liked the characters from that movie. I I think that was one of my favorites in a while of just the Star Wars content other than Mandalorian. Um, I feel like it's going to have this... I think this show is going to have a lot... And I know this is crazy saying this because we haven't seen that much about it yet. But, like, you know how when you watch the first episode of Mandalorian and you're like, this show is going to be awesome. Like, it just... Like, episode one, it just, like, drew you in. You were ready to go. Yeah. I feel like, me personally, I think I'm going to get the same excitement and, and like, rush and feel from this show. Because it just kind of is... It's hitting on a lot of points that I like in shows. So, I, I'm super excited. And I hope I don't, like, pump myself up too much and get too excited about it. And then I'll be let down. But... Yeah, I don't know. This one looks really cool. And I, I did like the characters. And I thought his character was one that they were definitely trying to set up. Even in the movie, it was one I feel like they were really trying to get you to relate with to do something. So I'm not surprised that it's it's his character. But. I, I, I'm, I'm with Eric, though, on this. I was like him. And, and that, no, yes, and yes that. me saying him is a direct alternative reference to her from Arrested Development. It, it is oh, the God. same thing in my mind of him. Really? Okay. <laughs> so there, so so there, there, there's a deep cut for you, Arrested Development fans. Uh, next one that we actually have a trailer for, and I think if if I may 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 dare say is the furthest along of probably any of these, minus the Book of Fett and next season of Mandalorian, which will be at the end of this discussion. Um, the Bad Batch. I, I I was assuming we were gonna have clapping or cheering there, but Yay. I guess I'm the only one. Bad batch, yay. Um, here's here here's my thing with this. The, the 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 trailer for this looks very good because I like that it's taking place directly after the events of um Revenge of the Sith. Like what's going on? Though I have an eerie feeling that this is gonna be another one of those, oh, it's gonna be a story from the Empire's point of view, and then the bad batch is gonna be like, wait, we're fighting for the bad guys now, and then they switch sides. <laughs> That's my guess because I, I okay. I guess truly, I do want a Star Wars cinematic experience where it's just the bad guys' point of view the entire time. I don't think I'm ever gonna get that. I'm just gonna have to sit there with the books where they do that, and they are all phenomenal. Where you get to see the bad guys' point of view, but it seems like anytime you have to have them up, oh, nope, they gotta switch sides once they turn the Empire. I, like I said, it's it's animated. It's within the same realm. Um, Fennec. I don't, I don't know if you guys caught it. Fennec was in the trailer, so we're gonna get to see a <laughs> younger version of her running around doing. I guess assassin stuff, whatever she does. Ba- yes, yes. It- oh, that was a good pun. I like it. Um, 
so I, I'm, I'm excited for this in that regard, but um, it, it, I, I feel like this is more of, I can't remember what season Clone Wars ended on, but I feel like this is a next season of Clone Wars, technically. Yeah. It, but, but, but not its own show. It's still its own show, but I feel like it's just kind of picking up on that momentum and moving on. Probably going to feature a lot of the same characters and stuff. Um, John, I'm going to defer to you first for this. Thoughts on uh, Bad Batch? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, dude. It's more Star Wars. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's what this entire episode is. By the end of yeah, it, yeah. I, I mean, when the the thing about the Bad Batch was when they when they released that final season, those the Bad Batch episodes and the sister episodes. I need to go back and revisit a few more times because I was so eager to get to, you know, the the meal yes. of those last episodes that you know I was you, watching. You skip the appetizer. Things. Yeah, I was just like, all right, you know, hey, this is cool, and the sisters are cool, but I, I want, I want, I want to get to Order sixty six in Ahsoka and Maul. Um, but when I saw the trailer, now that we've gotten past that, I was like, yeah, I'm down with it. I'm gonna do Clone Wars is great. And, it is, and you know, I'm always down for more for more Clone Wars, and and um, it's gonna fill the gap between now and when we get more content because it's just so slow right now. I think the speculation is we may get this in. Uh, you know, in March or in March or April. So yeah, I'm excited for it. It's more Clone Wars. That's the way I kind of, that's the way I look at it. So Berg, as you have pointed out before, you are behind on your watching of Star Wars animated yes. realm. So yes. is this the one for you that you're just kind of like, eh? So I'm not going to lie in, in them announcing like 50 shows at once. I somehow completely like didn't even, you, you said the bad bash. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I sat here and I went, what, what the hell is the Bad Batch? So I actually just watched the trailer for the first time. <laughs> nice. As John was talking, I watched the trailer for the first time. No, that looks really cool. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't know how. Uh, actually, I do know how because they announced 50 Star Wars series all at the, <laughs> at the same time. So, uh, no, I, I think it looks pretty cool. So, um, And actually, I did notice at the end it is the Clone Wars logo burning away to the Bad Batch yep. logo. So, um very cool. Yes, no, I'm I'm excited, and actually, that got me real excited to maybe start watching those series so I get caught up in time because it says 2021, which is uh, the current year. So. Yeah. So I guess we will um uh, we will see who gets to. Will you finish all of the Clone War Clone Wars first and be able to be ready for the Bad Batch, or will Ellie just ever finish watching the MCU? Oh, it's a race. That's right. It is. Ellie, I think, has more <laughs> on her plate, but for some reason, she'll still. Be at the same spot we're at now. Whenever <laughs> you conclude your, yeah, I adventure. mean that's the only reason people tune in each week is just to see if I've watched more Marvel <laughs> Universe movies. Uh, Ellie, your your thoughts on Bad Batch? <laughs> um, I'm excited. I have to. That's just more I have to get caught up on mm -hmm. to be able to watch this. But no, it looks really fun. I've always, I've told you before, I love I love the Clone, all of the Clone Wars stuff. I, I think it's really. It's really cool, and I'm excited, too. All right, so the, the next few are ones that I'm just going to kind of breeze over because, once again, these are ones that we don't have much content for, aside from a name and some visual cue for it. So if there is anything that you guys want to dive into a little bit more, please, by all means, stop me. Uh, we have a droid story, which, of course, will be a Lucas-animated uh, with Industrial Light Magic, all that stuff, to, I guess, focus on the adventures of C-3PO and R2-D2. I just imagine it's going to be a 3D reimagining of the 
TV Old series? 70s, 80s, yeah. Mm. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. John? Uh, this is one of those ones where I can take it or leave it. Yeah. All right. I'll watch <laughs> it, but I'm not going, ooh, I can't wait. You know? um, the Acolyte, which is... Uh, the Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take audiences into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and um, emerging dark side power in the final days of the High Republic era. So I guess this is vaguely connected to the books that they're doing with the High Republic. Like I said, there's nothing to go on with this. I I thought when I was like, Acolyte, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like those servant people that were serving Vader and everything. Or, you know, maybe something to where it's like, so no, it's it's completely not what I want at all. But I mean, once again, all we have is a title and a vague, you know, blurb. So it could be anything for all we know. And this is where I mentioned earlier. Ellie's gonna perk up at this. Star Wars Visions. No, it's not the sequel to Wandavision, as everyone is thinking. <laughs> but it is an anthology collection of ten fantastic, uh, ten fantastic visions. From several of the leading Japanese anime studios. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, that With looks the... really... Actually, yeah. That, that sounds really yes. cool. So, I guess in the same vein as the Animatrix... I, get, I, I don't like making that reference because it is literally almost a 20-year-old reference now. And that shocks me that I'm able to say that with a clear mind. And that's actually almost true. But it's basically, from what I've gathered, is it's supposed to be... St- Star Wars stories told in different art styles and stuff with an anime influence. That is awesome. Which sounds awesome. Yes. For me. I mean, like I said, from just the blurb, that one is the one I'm most excited about for just blurb stuff. Uh, the Acolyte, the droid stuff, I'm like, whatever. Who cares? It's They're, they're, they're so vague. There's they're something that's going to get canceled and no one's going to remember that they were <laughs> on a thing. And then me and Zach are going to do a, an episode of Knights of Vader where we're going to talk about stuff that, you know, hey, remember when this was supposed to be a thing? Yeah, that's going to be those two. This Visions thing I'm excited about and can't wait for. Um, Berg, I'm going to go with you so John can get a chance to watch a video or look up what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, I think it looks great. I mean, I think the I think the Animatrix um, comparison is apt, and I still dated. think it's, it's going to be really cool. It, it's dated, but I still think it's, it's, it's it applies. So, uh, yeah, no, I think it's going to be really cool. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. I know they've done some Star Wars manga before and like they've done the at least the original trilogy in, in manga form and i've seen some people online who have made like fan uh intros as if the different trilogies were anime and, and they've done it with like awesome. a, and they look very cool so if it's anything even remotely close to that i'm in i i'd love that i think they did them for Di- i think disney did do a few actually but it seemed like every time someone turned on a lightsaber like their hair would blow back and it yep. would be like wind coming off of it. And I'm like, yep. I'm like, I want that in a movie now. I want them to like turn on a lightsaber, like the dusk flies out and it's like, that's just me. Uh, John, you're, you're, are, are you excited for, for visions? So, um, for visions, I'm interested to see what it ends up looking like. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited than I am for the C3PO R2D2 one. Uh, it's not real. The, the Animatrix, um, I think, comparison's good, because I really enjoyed those. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm the person that liked um, Reloaded and Revolutions. So Controversial uh, statement. I will, but jumping back to Acolyte, that's one of the ones that I'm actually most oh. excited um, The Acolyte falls back into that category for me of one that Leslie Headland was announced for that 
long before all the recent announcements when they first started talking about doing more shows after Mandalorian. Um, she did, I believe, Russian Doll on Netflix, which I didn't watch, but it comes highly recommended. And I like this idea of, well, I haven't gotten into High Republic yet. I like this idea of heading out post High Republic, pre The Phantom Menace, and that it seems to be dark side themed. This seems to be one of the most unique, even though we don't have a lot of details, they're setting this up to be one of the most sort of unique um, of the new streaming uh, shows and appears again to be dark side themed. And so for that, I'm kind of I'm kind of jacked for this show, even without knowing exactly what it is, just because of the angles that they appear to be taking. And with the inclusion of the logo, for what it's worth, I was like the acolyte, the logo based on some of the stuff that we got in the Aftermath series, talking about Acolytes of the Beyond, um, I think there's a lot of potential. I think that I think the Acolyte has a chance to be a pretty big sleeper um, show that, that it's going to take people by surprise. So there you go. In all fairness, the, the thing I had, like as I got down in the list, because I was doing them as listed, as I got down, some of them were just the name of the show without the logo. So I did not have the logo for that, but I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think I know what it looks like. So, um, no, thank you, John, for making that thing that I completely felt no interest in more interesting to the listener. Maybe. So I don't know. I'll, I'll keep an eye out on that one myself. Ellie, do you have any thoughts on these, the, these last few I mentioned before we get into Mando and book of Fett? No. All right. I, I figured you'd be interested in the Visions thing. but I am. I kind of already said that earlier. Oh, well, what, what, what would you compare it to? What, what kind of other thing would you compare it to? Would you compare it to something like, I don't know, like... Uh, the Marvel animation? Is that what you were going to say? No, I was um, going to say the, the Batman. They, they did a Batman thing where it was a ton of different animations. Oh, yeah, I yes. do remember that one. Yes, there, there was that, that was too. Cool. Not mentioning the Animatrix. Once again, dated reference, and it's weird to say that because I feel like the Matrix was newer than it is weird also they're making a new one of those i'm confused um <laughs> so we have the next season of mandalorian which i have no clue where they could po- well i have a clue where they could possibly go with it we have that and we also have the book of fett which i earlier said i thought the next season of mandalorian was going to be the book of fett but apparently there are two separate entities the book of fett is i think if i remember correctly a limited series where the mandalorian will just be continuing into season three I'm excited for both of these because in the short time Boba Fett's been back, I am more excited for that character than I've ever been before. Boba Fett to me was just kind of like, eh, he's some guy that's there. Now I'm actually excited because I'm like, oh, he's some guy that's there that actually lives up to the legend everybody has given him. Mm-hmm. In the few short... Actually, I'll tell you what. It just took that one fight scene with him with the gaffy stick. He didn't even need <laughs> yes. to put on the armor. The armor was the cherry on top of the amazement that I was watching Boba Fett's triumphant return to, to to the screen, in my opinion. So I'm excited for Book of Fett. I can't see to, to see what kind of adventures he gets into as being, I guess, the new leader of the hut. What whatever Jabba had, and um, I cannot remember the character's name right now that he went and killed. Why am Bib I blank? Thank you, Bib Fortuna. Yes, Bib well, Fortuna. Thank, 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 thank you both of you. Ellie, do you uh, want to Bib, say it to... Bib Fortuna. Yes, thank you. Um, Babu Frick. I cannot wait to see him pick up after whatever Babu Frick was up to. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited for that. I can't wait. Uh, your guys' opinions on Book of Fett first. I'm going to go with Ellie. 
I mean, the like you said, the scene. All, all I needed is that one episode with that fighting scene, and I'm in. All right, Berg. Uh, I I agree. I think it's gonna be great. Uh, I know that some people friggin' have loved Boba Fett, despite the fact that he hasn't had much screen time prior to this. And I'm with you. I I'm very excited, and I think this is finally gonna be whether you are just now getting excited about the character, or you've been a huge fan of him for decades. I think this is the chance we're gonna finally get to see him really kick some ass and take some names awesome i i i am apologizing berg real quick i should have gone to john first so you could have been like oh i just rewatched the scene where he took out all those stormtroopers for the first time now and it yes it is amazing i'm, I'm kidding i know you've seen it um john your 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 thoughts on book of fat so i'm excited for book of fat i think it's got a lot of potential um and this may be a, a completely contradictory and confusing statement the only thing the only question mark I put on it is so. My understanding is Robert Rodriguez is supposed to be directing the book of uh, the book of Fett series. So how is he going to get Machete into it? No, no. My my my, my <laughs> okay. So my my point is Robert tied into Spy Kids. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is one of those directors who I never get really excited for, and then I watch their stuff and I go, okay, that was all right. So. I'm kind of feel that way about like he wasn't supposed to do that particular episode of that had Grogu on the rock. That was supposed to be a different director and the other director couldn't do it. So that's the episode where we got full Boba Fett fighting with the stormtroopers on the on the mountain. Um, now I I like that episode, but Robert Rodriguez has a very distinctive aesthetic. So I'm I just I don't know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I him doing a full series consistently I just don't know exactly how that's going to work if that makes sense so but I've liked what he I mean I like you know you know like Zach I like Alita Battle Angel and my boys like Spy Kids so he's just one of those directors that's always been kind of hit or miss so I'm excited for the potential I love that post credit tease I thought that was amazing and um you know it, dude it's more Star Wars. I, I I think that that will be the the title of this episode is dude it's more Star Wars. <laughs> I think that's a great title. Um, no, I mean I I I, like I said I cannot wait to see where Danny Trejo. I I mean if they put him in Mandalorian armor, that's just a win right there. Um, I just just covered in machetes too. Um, I like I said I I did not know that that Robert Rodriguez was going to be directing the Book of Fett, so that that actually made me way more interested than my already peaked interest. So thank you, John, for 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 doing that for me. You're welcome. Um, the final final the final show thing we'll discuss because we'll touch on video games for a second because there's not much, but there's enough there to kind of touch on real quick. Um, the next season of Mandalorian. Are we going to see what happens with the dark saber? Are we gonna not have Cara Dune around, so Ali will be disappointed. Aww. What is going on with Din Djarin, and how is he going to feel with his separation anxiety from his Grogu? I feel like, like I'm like, I have no clue where they're going to go with this, aside from the Darksaber stuff, and I feel like they're going to avoid that for a little bit. Because that's what they did in Season 2, is they avoided the whole him trying to find the Jedi. for like It was there, but it wasn't like the driving force for the first few episodes. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Any, anyone got any thoughts on what you want to see in the next season? Eric? Eric? <laughs> I, 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 I really have nothing. 
I can't think of anything I specifically want to say. I want to see them go. I think we are going to see more about the dark saber and everything like that. Um, but honestly, I feel like having this be the one thing we have two seasons under our belt with, um, I really feel like I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm strapped in. Just take me on a ride. So I don't care where they send me. I just know that if they keep up the quality that they did with the first two seasons, I'm going to be happy. So, uh, that's one thing I actually, I actually don't want to speculate on because I just want to be surprised. I just want them to surprise me. And, uh, the one thing I guess I will insert is I am curious to see if they tie Rogu back into it. That is my one thing. I do want to see, are they going to make that some sort of driving point again because he's so popular? Are they going to have a, an episode, a very special episode where they go to visit, <laughs> where he goes to visit Roku? Is that or is he? Are they just going to be like, all right, that part of the story is over, and they're going to give us that taste and not shove it down our throats? Like, I, I guess that's my one interesting thing is how they tie that in if they do it all. Otherwise, I'm just like, you know what? Just take me on a ride around the galaxy with the uh, with 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 the Mando, John. Okay, so um, we know we're not getting Mandalorian until uh, 2022, right? Mm-hmm. So next, so, next so we got some time. Right. So Kathleen Kennedy said that Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and Rangers of the New Republic were all going to merge and culminate in one event. Um, she said that during the whole the, 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 the whole rollout of this. So my speculation is that we've got Rogue Squadron in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Taika Waititi's movie. Let's just say for the sake of argument, because we know with 2023, 25, and 27, those are the movie release years. Those were reconfirmed just within the last week. Um, so, uh, Rogue Squadron 2023, let's say for the sake of argument, uh, Taika's movie in 2025. I think there's a good possibility that the culmination of Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, and The Mandalorian leads to our 2027 film. Ooh. That's, we got some time then. That's where I think we're going. Um, if not, we're going to get a one-off event on Disney Plus of all those series coming together. And there's a lot of threads out there. I mean, they've got Moff Gideon. We have the Darksaber issue. We have the desire to you know bring that to, to reestablish Mandalore. Um, we know how important that whole storyline is to Dave Filoni and clearly John Favreau because of the focus they've they've had on it. So, getting back to what you said uh, earlier, uh, Zanger, about season two being the you know sort of the introduction teaser to all these things coming up, um, I think we're seeing, and and that could possibly be. By the way, we just had a we just had a comment from Kevin Feige who confirmed that we would never see a Star Wars Marvel crossover. I don't know who the idiot was that asked him that question. Ellie. But, um, Excuse he, me. Uh, he's supposed to produce, a, he's supposed to produce, you know, a film. So, you know, this could be Disney Lucasfilm's way of tapping into the Marvel magic, but going about it a different way. Here we have all the streaming shows, huge successes, and instead of having them be theatrical releases, they're putting them on the streaming platform, leading to an end game, Age of Ultron, original Avengers culmination of all these characters in a major motion picture. So, so what you're saying is, 
Disney is setting up to do this with Star Wars. They've already done this with Marvel. And DC can't get a good movie under their belt that hasn't been re-released by Zack Snyder. I guess this will be dated whenever that re- <laughs> ju- the, 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 the re-release of Justice League comes out and it's the perfect movie. Yes. All right. I, I'm, I'm kind of on board with your idea. I don't like your timeline because me thinking that far into the future is... We're all going to be so old. I know. Yeah. I'm going to be coming into my walker to see it. <laughs> and by that, I actually mean a full-size AT-AT walker because hopefully by then we'll have them instead of cars. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, 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 I like where your idea is going. I can definitely see it because everyone loves a shared universe. Everyone loves everything being interconnected as much as we all complain about it. I think deep down we secretly love seeing characters reappear in different things. Like, I no, I didn't say it earlier, but it, it's going to be like, oh, look, it's it's an episode of um of Rangers of the New Republic featuring Mando this week. Yay! Audience claps, <laughs> even though that's not the kind of show it is, but I've been watching too much WandaVision, so there's the problem with that. Um, no, I, 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 I like your idea, John. I, I like where your head's at, and I think that that's where they might be at with this. Um, like I said, there, there's a ton of unannounced stuff. I think the best path for Star Wars at the moment is streaming content for multiple reasons. One, with everything going on right now, that's one reason. Two, I I know your opinion, John. I respect your opinion of the new Star Wars trilogy. I don't <laughs> dislike it, but I understand that there are people in the world that were not the happiest with the series. You are definitely not one of them. You were very happy with it. But what what's what's the difference between let's say let's take a chance on a new Star Wars movie that could anger everyone let's take a chance on a TV series that could get us buttloads of money if it's really good right. or if it kind of sinks we can just move on from it yeah. with no real issue yeah and I think that's where they're at and I like how you locked into that idea I'm I'm cool. I'm on board for John's idea yay so thank yay, you more it, Star Wars. yes more Star Wars um. <laughs> Uh, okay, so speaking of more Star Wars, we're going to end this with some video game stuff real quick. There have been some developments there. Um, EA no longer has the exclusivity rights to Star Wars. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to say it, but I assume somebody else would. Um, so there's that, which have I been impressed with the Star Wars games that have come out from EA? Eh, they're there. It's it's whatever. Um, the Squadrons games are, is super fun in VR. I'm the only person who apparently likes playing that game. Uh, Fallen Order is getting a follow-up, which apparently there was a leak that one of the villains is going to be Darth Maul, which I guess we're going to get ex- explanation on what Maul's been, was up to during that time, which is cool, but at the same time, you're giving us another villain that we can't do anything against. Like, we all know how that's going to end. Maul's going to get away, you're not going to be able to kill him, you're not going to be able to have a con- Like, when they showed Vader, it's like, we all know how this is going to end. But I, I think, if I remember correctly, because I have not beaten Fallen Order, but I will make it an effort. Your fight with Vader, you're not fighting Vader. You're just trying to escape Vader. And I'm like, that's the way that should have been done. You shouldn't have been trying to fight Vader because he's this presence. So I'm excited for the new Fallen Order game in that regards. Um, Ubisoft is supposedly working on an open world game in the Star Wars universe. Ellie is nodding her head because me and her have recently purchased Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And yes, it is just another Assassin's Creed game in the ongoing Assassin's Creed journey. But man, it's fun to be a Viking. Yes. And I'm excited in the regards of, I know that some people rolled their eyes going from EA to Ubisoft doing stuff because not a lot of people are fans of Ubisoft too. But I'm like, they make games that are at least fun to play. 
like and don't have micro tra- i mean they do have microtransactions, but, but they don't have to do them though but they're cosmetic ones yeah. they're not like oh we'll get a boost or get this or get that or you know loot boxes it is completely like oh you can buy this stuff if you want to look cool you don't have to but i mean if you want to so I, i'm excited for that in that regard i think um with ea not having that stranglehold anymore we're going to get more star wars stuff out there I think that the Switch has been neglected for far too long for Star Wars content, and I think the upcoming LEGO games are a great avenue for that. Berg, any thoughts on the Star Wars games that, that we've got coming out, or the few, or what what would you like to see in a Star Wars game? Um, I, I'm happy it's not with EA. As a big Nintendo fan, I'm glad it's not with EA, because EA is like, well, what, you know, the, the Switch just, like, surpassed, the financials came out, and it's making, like, 80 quadrillion dollars and like something like ridiculous amounts of money and the attach rate for it is insane and EA's like well let's see if it's gonna be a success so I'm like go go after yourself go after yourself EA um you're you're just lazy and I don't want your stupid cash grab Madden game every year anyway uh that being said <laughs> that being said uh Ubisoft does have a good relationship with Nintendo that also said I am very hit or miss on their games uh, that that also being, I keep saying that being said. Uh, so last time, that being said, I think that this has a lot of potential. Um, I would love to see a game, and I know that this has been done before, but kind of simplify it. But let me let me choose to either be a Jedi, uh, and Jedi slash Sith, uh, an Imperial, whatever, or like a smuggler, whatever, and just let me kind of fly around and do stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of potential with that, but I think I brought this up when we talked about it a couple weeks ago. The um, Atlas, uh, yeah, Starlink Battle for Atlas that they released was kind of an open solar system game, and it was really cool for the first like five to ten hours, and then it was like, oh, this is kind of me doing the same thing over and over and over. So I hope, and I think it's a different team working on it than worked on that, so that kind of makes me a little more positive but uh it was a game that was fun again it was fun for five ten hours and then it got really bored boring and repetitive and i know a lot of people say that about some of ubisoft's open world stuff though immortals phoenix rising i've been hearing a lot of people say really good things about so i don't know maybe they can they can go with more of that kind of thing i don't know anyway i'm cautiously optimistic about it well, when, when you sit there and co- and go control C, um, Breath of the Wild, control V to our new game. I mean, it's <laughs> da 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 da. da. I, I I have heard some really good stuff. I have heard the Breath of the Wild comparison. That is one game we have not gotten a hold of yet as of the recording of this. But I'm sure since it is an Ubisoft game set in a mythical world, and we have talked about it before, I'm sure it's something that will eventually end up on our shelf at some point. But the thing I do like about Ubisoft is they are very much involving all of the three consoles instead of just, oh, there's only two consoles in PC. It's like, no, Nintendo has a big stake in a lot of stuff right now. Um, John, I know I'm, I'm going to kick myself for saying this statement because I feel like I'm wrong. You're not the biggest gamer, correct? Dude, more Star Wars games. Okay, perfect, awesome, yes, great. <laughs> I, I I was like, I, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna say something, and you're just gonna be like, no, I, I play video games all the time. We were actually playing Squadrons last night. Where were you? No, I I, I play them all. Um, I'll spend hours playing Star Wars, uh, playing a Jedi, uh, not Jedi Starfighter, um, just Starfighter on Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but you know, and I play 
I played Squadrons and Jedi Fallen Order, but um, I play them, and that's what I do. Dude, more Star Wars games, I'm cool. Awesome. That, that, that is great to hear. I, I was like, I think you are, but I'm not sure, and I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you're not interested in any of this. Anyways, moving on, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I, I like I said, I, this episode will be titled Dude, More Star Wars. Um, so... With that being said, we've got a lot more Star Wars stuff on 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 the horizon, more than we I think ever had before. If I'm being honest, I yeah, I think in my time of being a Star Wars fan, this is the most on the horizon we've ever had, and this is just stuff we know about too. That's not to mention like the crossover stuff of them having like The Sims apparently has a Star Wars pack that Ellie seemed to be excited about. Yeah, that did look fun. Uh, Fortnite, which everyone that's under tw- under thirty plays, um, we're all over it. So I don't get that game for the umpteenth million time. Eric, your your thoughts on Fortnite? Man, uh, John, have you ever played Fortnite? <laughs> uh, no, is that like a game from the days of yore or something? I, you know what, I like where you're going with it, and I appreciate the <laughs> fact that you know what I. <laughs> If you never told me you were, you were a writer, that moment would have proven you're a writer to me, sir. Thank you for acknowledging that, because I've made that joke several times, and my kids hated me for it. So, um, no, it's, it's just some some arena, sh- some battle royale shooter. I, I know our one of our daughters is sitting there judging me right now. Somehow I was thinking, like, I need to make fun of my dad when I see him again, because he does not know what Fortnite is. And I don't, and I'm fine with that. It has a crossover with everything, though, so I don't think that's a big deal. Anyways... Everyone's excited about Star Wars. Dude, more Star Wars. John, you have some stuff to talk about. I'm giving the floor. I, I am. I am giving the floor to you. <laughs> what do you got for us, sir? Yeah. So just so so real quick. Um, I write science fiction, space opera novels. They're written for adults, but they're kid friendly. You know, there is they're they're in the Star Wars vein. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like if you read any Star Wars book, you could hand it over to a kid to uh, to watch or to uh, uh, to read. So I've got the first three books in the series. It's a trilogy are out now. The fourth book, which is a standalone um, adventure, shorter read, um, based off of an event that happens in book three. It's called Gone Corbin and the Asteroid of Misfortune. It can be read by itself or as a continuation of the series. Um, And what I'll mention today before I let everybody know where to go and get them um, is that book, um, I'm almost done with book six. Book five is finished. I'm just waiting to get it back from the uh, from the editor and it should be out first week of march Um, the tease on that book is i did something that i i might get in trouble for so um (laughs) you you're you're probably this is not like a this isn't a a um a ruse i'm not i'm not kidding um i did something in the book i did my research i think i'm okay but (laughs) I'm not sure. So I would say if you're interested at all in getting my books, especially book five, get it as soon as you can when it comes out. Because I'll, if I get in trouble, I'm going to get a cease and desist really, really fast. Um, and if you follow my newsletter, if you go to mynerdworld.net um, and you sign up for the newsletter, uh, no spam. You know, I just send out information. I'm actually looking at the cover right now. Once you see the cover... And uh, you know what I'm going to do as, as, as Eric says goodbye? Zach, you got access to your email? I'm, I'm offended. Zinger, do you have access to your I'm email? I'm sorry, Zinger. My bad. You got access to your email? <laughs> uh, I have access to my email, yes. Let me, okay. Okay. Let me All right. click over I'm gonna, to it. Here's what I'm going to do. 
Okay, so th- I'm going to give you an exclusive. All right. Uh, oh, oh boy. No, I, I was going to say I'm very excited because I wanted to say hi to the people in the jury and in the courtroom that are during the proceedings of whatever is going to happen to you that they have to listen to this episode as evidence. So, hello. I'm going to send you the cover right now. Okay. Don't share it with anybody. Okay. I I'm, I, I just want I just want to get your reaction after you Eric says bye. Up. While I load it up, uh, go to mynerdworld.net or to amazon.com and search for John J O N Justice. Um, all the books are available in ebook, paperback, and uh, and an audio book uh, narrated and produced by me. Fantastically uh, done, by the way. Yeah, go go in. Oh, thank you. Go in to pick them up. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here, but I'm gonna load this up and send it to you uh, while you guys keep talking. All right, um, Eric. Where can people find more from you? Uh, you can find me at Backlogberg and at Ericberg. And I wish I could go on longer to give you more time. But well, I, 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 me, me and Ellie <laughs> have an announcement real quick that we like. Well, actually, Eric, Eric does too. But um, as a Zingness announcement, we are getting the Twitch back up and running. Twitch uh, TV. We are getting our Twitch channel up. That's why the Assassin's Creed was mentioned, because I'm going to go a Viking. Um, As of the recording tonight, I will, but you'll be listening to this afterwards. So I'm going to be trying to do some streaming. I'm trying to get a schedule down with that, because I want to have that activity available um, for people to, you know, be on, you know, watch us play games, kind of maybe get some early content on like what we talked about this week beforehand uh john i did see you sent me i i see an email i will click on it in a second i'll click on i'm staring at it i'm staring at it but i'm not going to click on it yet um so 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 definitely check that out of course go to patreon there'll be a new big boy battle up where me and eric probably talk about food i'm actually this one is directly food related so that's gonna be fun um but of course go there to check out that stuff of course find zingness wherever you find great content and uh definitely check out john justice's books i am going to click on this and <laughs> oh john yeah <laughs> that, that, that is that is what you think it is i i, I know exactly what it is um everyone have a good day because <laughs> hey Ellie, take a look you're, you're gonna need to move you can't see it from where you're at I don't want to leave Eric out of the loop. I trust. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, everyone's laughing. I'm like, I want to see. Uh, no, yeah. No. Hold on, hold on a second. I, I, I I'll, I'll get you included in this because um, yeah. we, we all have not mentioned what we're looking at, but. All right, hold on, Eric. I am sending it to you now. I guess this will all still be in the episode because we haven't directly referenced what we're looking at, but I mean, it's great. I'm on board. Yeah. So I'm. yeah alright I'm gonna get in trouble (laughs) alright we'll we'll, we'll see you guys next week well we will John John might not (laughs) (laughs) 